genre. This is a Pele Media Podcast. Welcome to Theme Park This, the only podcast that dares ask the question, is it possible to make a water park that uses only green slime? My name is Brian Green, and with me today I have Scott Corelli. Gross. And uh, Kyle Crane. Uh, you know, maybe it's key lime flavored, I don't know. Grosser. Grosser. Way grosser. <laughs> you made it Absolutely worse. Absolutely grosser. With us today, uh, we have a special guest from the Q2Q podcast. We have Becca Bollier. Hello, everybody. Maybe it's mint flavor. Would that make it better, Scott? <laughs> moderately <laughs> so first off uh we're going to talk about this uh, slime is safe to eat so that's something that they've made clear at universal studios i've always wondered what it tasted like though i, w- I want to know because i've never gotten slimed so this is your first episode of theme park this uh theme park this is a podcast about creating the theme park of our dreams based on any subject concept or ip possible each episode includes a park made up of restaurants mid-tier attractions and e-ticket rides using nothing but our imaginations and today we are going to be working together to create a park based on nicktoons uh, so we're going to start off uh talking about just overall talking about nicktoons uh like our, our history with them uh so uh, let's start off with kyle because kyle i think has the least experience because he's the old man of the group that is true kyle yeah. kyle you look great for your age oh, thank That's... you you know my arp <laughs> card just came in the mail and uh <laughs> i can't wait to you know, I, re- I really hope i look as good as you do when i'm 80 <laughs> oh uh well you know it's all you gotta do is keep one foot in the grave that's what i tell everybody so uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so nicktoons i remember uh just cartoons coming on nickelodeon a very long time ago now i have to you know um obviously brian says i'm a little bit older my nickelodeon is like out of control you can't do this on television like all of that era stuff which i do you got have y'all ever heard of those things turkey television does it make yeah. sense i know i know yeah. about uh you can't do that on television okay. i've watched a little bit of that well it's what the show that gave us alanis morissette so th- we know we have it to thank for that um praise be uh but i think the the earliest nicktoons i remember i do remember the the debut like watching uh ah real monsters uh ren and stimpy and rugrats when they came on and then ah, real monsters was later uh, I want to say that, but where was it? I thought all three of them. It was like, it was like mid-90s, yeah. yeah. Yeah, All Real Monsters premiered in 94. Uh, Doug, Rugrats, and Ren and Stimpy all premiered the same night in 1991. That's what, it, yeah, okay. So that's, when you get old, you start to, you know, forget things. So <laughs> all blends together, you know? <laughs> so well, the um, important but, thing is you look great, Kyle. Thank you. <laughs> Flattery will get you everywhere, Scott. Um, I'm a little bit uh, falling off on the, on the prime Nicktoons, which I think you guys are going to be more experts on today. So I'm really looking forward to hearing about, like, cat dog and what exactly that was and uh and all this other uh, wonderful stuff so yeah that's that's kind of my experience on nicktoons right there cool uh to the other end of the spectrum uh, becca i was just about to say i actually this was like a fear that i stressed myself about with for the last week of like I am a chunk younger than you guys, which means that I have yet another round of Nickelodeon cartoons that I grew up watching of course I have seen most of the Rugrats, Cat Dog, and and all those other like prime tier '90s cartoons, but I think my speed was more the Jimmy Neutrons, the the 
prime the best parts of SpongeBob because that's bad. <laughs> um, and then like like um, Fairly Odd Parents was was my absolute jam when I was younger. So um, yeah, I just love Nickelodeon a lot and what they stand for or what they stood for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not sure how they how they lay now. Yeah, I haven't been paying attention. I haven't had cable in a very long time, so I haven't gotten to check in with yep. Nickelodeon. Who has cable? Scott, how about you? Nope. I don't have cable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, gr- I grew up with it. I, I hit my sweet spot. You know, I, I started watching Nickelodeon right around when I think all of that stuff hit. Um, I knew of Nickelodeon, and I knew... I think they were still uh, running reruns of You Can't Do That on Television, even when those early Nicktoons were happening in 91. But I was watching those from the ground up. Like, I think I was like six when those all hit. So, like, the perfect age for all of that stuff. Um, and, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 yeah, Doug. Um, I wasn't allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy because I did watch it. And then my mom saw an episode where Ren and Stimpy are... Uh, are are wrestling in a wrestling match and the wrestler has a bunion and Ren bites the bunion and this goo comes out of the bunion and my mom was like what the hell are you watching turn that shit off (laughs) Um, so that's and I was never allowed to watch it again Um, this is the same mother that wouldn't let me watch the Simpsons so you know it is what it is Um, but uh, yeah I, I, I watched all of that I watched I continued watching Nicktoons I think from you know, that first tier to like what I'd call the second tier, which was like your Aw, Real Monsters, your um, Rocco's Modern Life, uh, that sort of thing. And I think I stopped right before. I think I literally stopped watching cartoons, Nicktoons, right around when SpongeBob premiered. Because I remember I was in high school when that happened because like, I was like hanging out with a guy who was dating girls that were younger than he should be dating. But also it was high school. I don't know. It's not like he was 18 or anything like that, but it was still like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and, uh, and they were watching SpongeBob and that was the first time I'd ever heard of it. it was like, they were like SpongeBob. And I was like, what the hell is that? Um, and they're like, he's a sponge. He lives under the sea. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so that was specifically in a pineapple. Yeah, exactly. That was uh, that was my cutoff. I would say. Um, I think the Wild Thornberries was probably the last Nicktoon that I remember seeing when it premiered, and then remember thinking it was really weird that they did a crossover movie with Rugrats. I still think that's <laughs> weird. Um, but yeah, that whole era: Hey Arnold, Kablam, Angry Beavers, Cat Dog, all of that. That's what I. That was my jam. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. And so I think I'm like the bridge, like right in the middle, uh, because uh, I'm a little bit older than Becca, a little bit younger than Scott, and uh, I watch cartoons very late and you know in into high school even, and so I I watched a lot of these like later era uh, Nicktoons, uh, but yeah, I was uh, I, I would I was four when Doug Rugrats and Ren and Stimpy. Uh, first premiered, so I don't remember that those premiering, but I watched them from a very young age. Um, I have a very similar experience to you, Scott, uh, with uh, parents saying that I can't watch one of the Nicktoons, but it wasn't Ren and Stimpy. Actually, I was told I couldn't watch that, but I did anyway. <laughs> uh, but I remember Hey Arnold, the first episode of Hey Arnold premiered with Harriet the Spy in theaters. 
And so before Harry the Spy, they played the first, uh, they played a pilot episode of Hey Arnold, and it was about Arnold was going to get beaten up by Harold, and um, like Helga was like doing like a countdown to when he- Arnold was going to die because he's going to get the crap beaten out of him by Harold, and uh. He ends up getting out of it like through nonviolent means. It's like a it's like a really great lesson for him. It's like, oh, he's you know, he he doesn't fight, he doesn't chicken out, but he doesn't fight. And my mom said, Oh, they're they're promoting fighting in that show. So you can't watch that. I was like Did you watch it? <laughs> even <laughs> the moral even as of a the child. story is you don't fight. Even as a child. <laughs> like I oh my goodness. Y'all, my mom, she's a pill. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it was, it was crazy. Like, I just remember being a kid and thinking, this is ridiculous. Like, she didn't even know, get the message of the show. Um, but whatever, moving on. Uh, I, yeah, I watched everything. Like, I, I watched Spongebob that probably premiered when I was, what was that, 1999? So I was, uh, yeah, I would have been in middle school when Spongebob premiered, uh, Rocket Power, uh, yeah, I watched everything pretty much up until... I was like starting to fade out right around when Jimmy Neutron mm-hmm. like premiered, but I still watched a lot of Jimmy Neutron. Still watched a lot of like Danny Phantom and uh, I forgot about Danny, Danny Phantom. Phantom is great. Said right? that. <laughs> yeah, it was real good. Um, uh, I also really liked As Told by Ginger. I don't think that As Told by Ginger is going to be a good is going to be good for uh, a theme park uh, for a theme park. But uh, I got to talk about this real fast. You know, it's it's proto Mean Girls. It came out before Mean Girls, but it is about a girl that is like in like the not popular group who gets like taken under her w- under the wing of the popular girls. Mm. And so it's like it it, it is full on uh, full on Mean Girls before Mean Girls was even a thing. So at a certain like- point with the Nicktoons, I think I transitioned from watching primarily Nickelodeon to watching primarily one Saturday morning. Um, and, mm. and when that happened, I never knew why that happened, but I was like, oh, you know, Pepper Ann, Doug again, uh, and Doug, Doug, uh, now now with three-quarter sleeves. Um, Grand spanking new Doug, is that what they called it? I don't remember. And then uh, Re- Recess, you know, mm-hmm. that, Ooh, recess. that sort of area. I, I remember watching those a lot. And I didn't learn why until I saw that Orange Years thing when you found out that the lady who was running Nickelodeon went on to go to Disney to start one Saturday morning. And then I was like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. (laughs) Yeah. That was a great documentary. I like that one. I like that a lot. Yeah, it was good. Is it because you're in oh, it? That's ex- okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to bring that up, but yes, I. Uh, if you watch the credits of the Orange Years documentary, it's on Netflix or Hulu? Hulu. Hulu. Uh, and if you watch the end, my buddy Wes and his wife Emily uh, are on and they're rolling the credits and he's telling about uh, this party that Emily threw for his birthday and it was Nickelodeon themed. He made a like we played like double dare style games we all dressed in costume uh and the winners of the, all the games got a uh an aggro uh, like a piece of the aggro crag uh which was unbelievably it looked exactly like he made it himself and it looked exactly like the the real thing uh-huh. uh but yeah i'm in uh, several pictures that show throughout the thing i'm dressed as quail man from doug and it was wonderful and we got slimed it was wonderful i i <laughs> yeah. loved i loved Watching those credits and the slow realization <laughs> dawning on me of like, wait, wasn't this the party that Brian was? Oh, my God, it's Brian <laughs> and Jenny. And like, I immediately messaged you because I was like, 
You're in this thing. I don't know that you know. I don't know how you're in it without having like cleared your face. That's so I, crazy. <laughs> you know, I, I I feel like maybe I I, I definitely have talked to the guy uh uh the the guy Adam that uh, co-directed it. And, uh, oh. So I've talked to him, and like he and I know each other vaguely. Like a little, like, we've met a few times. Uh, and I knew that Wes had gotten uh, Wes had been interviewed for it. I didn't know. We made the cut. We made the the final cut of the movie, and uh, yeah, I I don't think I signed anything, but I may have like four years ago or whatever. I don't know. Some kind uh, of. But chaos. yeah, we <laughs> uh, we went viral uh, with this party, and uh, Good Morning America picked up the story, and we yeah uh, we got like mercilessly bullied in the comments section. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, so like somebody called it uh, Virgin Con 2016, <laughs> and so. <laughs> People are mean. Uh, so, like, we, we, we wore that as a badge of honor that we have a private Facebook group called Virgin Con. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and so every time there's, the like, Nickelodeon response. news, we, we, we post about it in and, and there. Beautiful. Uh, so, Nickelodeon and theme parks. Nickelodeon has a long history of theme parks. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, starting out, obviously, with uh, Nickelodeon Studios in uh, Universal Studios, Florida, uh, which uh, was, like, mecca for children like i know scott has probably meant a lot to you right uh yeah i mean yeah i it's it's <laughs> it's i've i've been i remember going and being really excited and then just being like okay i think it might have been the first tour i had ever been on of any kind um it is very similar to like a tour of like a bourbon distillery or something like that because <laughs> it's just like a person being like, okay, right this way. Here's my script, and they and they all have that certain tone of voice. Da 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 da. And like that's that's just how they talk. And they have the script. And I think I was on a day where nothing was shooting, so the studios were dark, and it was just a bunch of hallways with characters drawn on the walls, and that's it. So it was a little disappointing. I remember as a kid, I thought it was going to be nuts, and it wasn't. At all, um, you thought it was going to be guts, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh. Sorry, nuts, and, nuts, and, nuts, and guts. Um, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I don't even remember. I think if I remember correctly, even like the game section that they play, where like one of the kids gets slimed, I don't think they were doing that that day. Like I think oh, they were just what a not bummer. Yeah, so there was just nothing. It was just a boring ass tour of a building that wasn't operational at the moment. Um, cause I was like a weekend and they weren't shooting anything, I guess. I don't know. Oh, but, uh, but yeah, so like, you know, it was cool seeing the building from like, you know, the end of every show that I watched cause mm-hmm. I watched all of those shows religiously, uh, you know, all of the Mark Summer shows and, um, everything. So I really liked that, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 once I went, it didn't feel like Mecca anymore. It just felt like a building. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Kyle? Did you ever go to Nickelodeon Studios? No, that was my gap years of uh, not going to Universal Studios. But uh, it's funny, I actually just listened to the podcast The Ride episode on Nick Studios uh, earlier today, and I, I, uh-huh. I never knew how much it meant to everybody. It was really, it seems like kind of a once-in-a-lifetime experience when you go there. It's like a religious experience type thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Becca? So, <laughs> I didn't make the cut of being old enough to attend. Um, it I believe, to me, it's almost like this mythical place of, like, it existed once and people have journeyed to it and have gone, but I never got to. And I 
I think I went to Universal Studios for the first time in 2007. Ooh, so yeah, I, I was way, like I was just past the cup, but I, I it was one of those things that I would watch. I loved Guts. Guts was my favorite show ever. I dreamed of being on Guts. And I was I always looked at it and I was like I'm going to go there someday. I'm going to get slimed and then I never did and then it was Blue Man Group and now it's dead. <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh yeah, so I uh Here's the thing, even if you had gone there like in the at the late run of the Nick Studios, it was it, Right, there was there nothing, was nothing there. there that late because every pretty much everything had moved to California by that point, all the all the most of the production on the shows. Uh but yeah, if you went early like I did, uh and you went at the right time of year and the right day, uh you may have gotten to see Clarissa explains it all filming like I did. Wow. wow. I got to see uh I, I got to see Clarissa sitting on her bed, talking directly to her camera. Uh, like I was walking in that hallway that has the the mirror, the windows that overlook the studios, and I I saw her, and I I I I was shaking. And you fell in love. And <laughs> I, I, you know, I have always said that you know that like that era Universal and that era Nickelodeon explains so much about who I am as an adult, <laughs> and like I I. I <laughs> Like, I was always like I was always more of a uh, uh, MGM Studios guy, but I still loved Universal, and I think Universal is uh, kind of what made like got me into got me into movies and TV a lot. Um, yeah, like for years, like my dad after he, my dad got tired of Universal, and I was like, why aren't we going to Universal? Every time we went to Flo- uh, Florida, I was like, why aren't we going to Universal? Why aren't we going to Universal? And he, uh, but at got to see that, and my dad did at some point. I don't think it was at Universal, but there was a there's a Wild and Crazy Kids show at some theme park. I don't remember what theme park this was. And uh and so he got to do, go on stage and do this Wild and Crazy Kids show and he got a Wild and Crazy Kids shirt that I promptly stole from him and it was far too big for me. Uh but uh uh Yeah, like I there was just something really special about that place when I uh when I got uh, when I got to go. I've I've been and I've gotten the disappointing tour. Like I I think one time I made my parents go through like three times in one trip because uh I wanted to get slimed. I wanted to get slimed so bad and it never happened and until that party. Um but yeah, there uh there are other theme parks that have had Nickelodeon. Uh has have any of y'all experienced any of these other parks that have some Nickelodeon presence even if it's not, you know. I I think didn't Kings Island have a Nickelodeon presence for a little while? Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, both Kings Island and Kings Dominion both had it. Yeah, cuz I remember there's like a Reptar uh pod or a Reptar roller coaster that was like mm-hmm. a a feet dangling one, but it was for kids. Yeah. Um yeah, and I was Runaway Reptar. It was real good. Oh, right. Um by the time I was there though, I think I was like I just felt like I was too old to be riding that. I don't even think I checked height restrictions on the Runaway Reptar ride cuz I was just like, yeah, I'm not a kid. I'm not going to be on that ride. Um cuz I was like, you know, a cool high schooler. So, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. Both my dad and I, my dad is like over 6 foot and I'm like 5'10ish. Uh we both rode that, so there are no height restrictions for Runaway <laughs> Reptar, or whatever it's called these days. I think they still have it, but it's something different. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't gone to any of the parks, but I always wanted to go to the Nickelodeon Hotel, oh, yeah. and that was a weird situation that happened to me when I was in the college program, because the Nickelodeon, the, where the Nickelodeon Hotel 
is on the road on the way t- from uh, Disney housing to the park. So I would drive by it and be like, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, they, but- it did. It did look real sad. I watched the um, the defunct land mm-hmm. episode about that, and it's, it, it's it, it it seems like it could have been really great if they really put the money into it. And no, it's just a Holiday mm-hmm. Inn <laughs> with <laughs> characters on the walls. Mm-hmm. Yep, I don't even think they're there anymore. Like the characters, I think it's just a hotel. No, mm-hmm. not anymore. And then I've watched Except. a bunch of uh, vloggers go to that uh, the the Nickelodeon park in the mall. Um, uh-huh. Oh yeah. right, that's my plan on my way down to Georgia is to hit that. Oh, park. The American no. Dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because there's both that and the Mall of America both have uh, Nickelodeon parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, the one in the American Dream looks looks pretty cool. Uh, like that that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coaster looks crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, especially for a mall ride. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like it has like the I think the steepest drop on any roller coaster mm-hmm. is on that ride. Yeah, uh, wow. it's one of the ones that like it goes past ninety degrees, and so you're like upside down a little bit. Oh, and... wow! They're yeah. they're a bit much for me, but I'll still ride it. <laughs> yeah, I'll ride any roller coaster because I'm an idiot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I did want to circle back to the King's Island Park uh, because I think that was the last attempt at like an like any like thing that uh, a park that had any more theming other than just some cardboard standees. Like it was mostly cardboard standees, but uh, I thought the, they had a log flume that was wild thornberries themed. I thought was pretty good. Uh, oh, then they yeah. also had a, there was a, uh, a wooden roller coaster as well. That has, has gone through several different names. Uh, I believe it started out. Uh, it started out as something just like generic. Uh, then it became the hurler, which was a Wayne's world themed roller coaster <laughs> uh, for some reason. Um, and then, then it became the fairly odd coaster. Mm. Uh, and then it, uh, then it eventually became the Scooby-Doo Ghoster coaster. And then it's probably something else now. I don't know. Uh, cause it's, it's been a million different things. Paramount sold, uh, uh sold the parks to, uh, uh, Cedar Fair. So it's yeah. been, they've lost that license. Probably like the Red Baron or something, something Snoopy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, probably. It probably is the Red Baron now that they think about it. Uh, but yeah, that. There's a lot of uh, lots of Nicktoon stuff going on in parks. Mostly not in America, though. There's uh, there's one in Malaysia, uh, Spain, England, mm. Australia, Germany. Like so, lots of different theme parks are doing Nickelodeon stuff, but just not really around here. Just the stuff in the mall. Uh, so we're here to fix that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we want Nickelodeon back in theme parks, and we want some. Some real themed lands here. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're gonna. Uh, so first off, uh, what what do we want our overall feel to be? Like, well, what are we I, looking for I here? do want to establish. I want to establish an important rule. I think okay. an, an important distinction. Um, because because going. because people will will like write in and complain if we don't take care of this now. Um, we will not be discussing the last Airbender or Quora because that mm-hmm. will be a separate episode because it deserves its own park. As it yeah, should it be. It deserves its own park. <laughs> um, and two, no Nicktoons that are IP-driven. So no Kung Fu Panda and oh, no yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, so stuff like that. So other than that, everything else is on the table. Perfect. Yes. Did, did you also want to maybe 
have like a deadline of Nicktoons of when like I hadn't even watched <laughs> oh, them. Oh yeah, that's I, probably true. Yeah, I think naturally um, it's just. Gonna I mean, fall we can off. probably get there, but um, I I don't recognize anything beyond Kung, Korra, Kung Fu Panda, and Ninja Turtles after Avatar: The Last Airbender. So. Yeah, honestly, Last Airbender, I watched it post-facto, so that was probably about the time that I wasn't watching Nicktoons, because I watched Last Airbender as a high schooler. Yeah, so, so that's 2005, <laughs> so I think 2004 and probably back there. is probably a good space to live in. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Uh, so what are we looking for for our overall like feel of the park, like our like overall theme? Like any, like any... Orange. <laughs> orange so nothing but that pantone whatever the color is orange that uh cool i mean i think i honestly i mean like as far as like uh as far as like a hub like what else are you gonna do like you can't even do green slime because green slime isn't part of nicktoons you're right yeah okay. yeah. yeah yeah green slime is uh is is live action stuff it's not nicktoons that's true so it's wow just the see, i hadn't i hadn't even considered that but you're right okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, fine then. That, you, you just ruined my opening choke for the entire episode. We got to start over now, okay? Uh, <laughs> all right. So let's just we're just going to go chronologically down this list mm-hmm. here uh, and talk about our uh, each part, uh, each each Nicktoon, and what we could get out of get to the theme park for yeah. this. So uh, I, we're starting I, off. Was that yeah? Because I don't I don't think every I don't think every Nicktoon needs a themed land. You no. know, like, I don't think they all hold up for that. Like, Ren and Stimpy, I love Ren and Stimpy, but, like, what would a themed land of Ren and Stimpy be? I could think of, like, rides and stuff like that, but not maybe not right. a themed land. So, you know, it's all, it's what, what jumps out to us, I think. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so let's start off with Doug, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, immediately what jumps out for me for Doug is the Honker Burger. Yep, number we one. need a Honker Burger. Honker Burger, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Beats, there's something about the Beats, too, I think. Oh, some kind of animatronic, yeah. animatronic band of the Beats. Mm-hmm. That sounds like fun. So they're yeah. playing while you're eating your honker burger. They're oh, on stage. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel like we could get a like sunny eclipse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Either that, or it could just uh, it could be like a a big like a big uh what's the word I'm looking for uh theater show uh and but in the in the honker burger maybe they're like posters for a reunion tour for the Beats. Okay. Sure. And I feel like that's something that they pulled in the show a couple times, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> we can do it here, too. Yeah, I think that's good. I think the Honker Burger, that's... I mean, yeah, when I when I think of places in Doug, other than the school, the Honker Burger is the first thing that comes to mind. And even even with the school, honestly, I think of, I think of uh, uh, BB Middle School more than I think of the school from the original Doug. I think of the oh, one from really? One Saturday Morning. Yeah, because it's shaped like her head. I mean, that's... That's distinctive. <laughs> oh my goodness, I completely forgot. I I I don't really remember much about that at all. Oh, uh, okay. About that era, I didn't watch it, and it it was it always felt weird to me that Disney bought Doug, and I I've been less mad about every other thing that Disney has bought. Uh, I was really <laughs> upset that Disney bought Doug. Yeah, it was weird as a kid. I'm Loki leaning more towards Kyle's suggestion of the animatronics because the idea of the Beats reunion tour is the plot of Doug Live from the Disney Parks. <laughs> so I I think I saw that one time and I Yeah, I remember I, I do remember that. I, yeah, we, I we go. my thing is I don't know that Doug 
because of like what it's about. I mean, unless we can think of something to do with Quail Man. Right, that was where I was going about mm-hmm. to go. That would be the mm-hmm. only other like big iconic thing. It's like th- it's those three things. It's Quail Man, the Beats, and the Honka Burger. Like that's those are the three mm-hmm. things. So the one thing I could think about with a ride with Doug uh, mm-hmm. could be uh, you could do something with um, his three person his three personas. You have Quail Man, you have um, the Spy, uh, the Spy, and you have a uh, Spy. It's a uh, oh. Smash Adams. Smash, Smash Adams, Adams is his yes. name. And then the Indiana Jones parallel. I can't oh. remember his name. Uh, so you have those three. Uh, I feel like it, it could be really interesting to do something, uh, do something projection mapping sort of similar to um, Runaway Railway. Yeah. And everything is like a notebook paper. Hmm. Ooh. And then all of a sudden, like things start to come to life. Like, you know, you start seeing sketches and then those sketches become more fleshed out like cartoon characters. I think I that could like, be really cool. I like that. Yeah. That's kind of, that is really cool though. I guess we could theoretically cross the streams here and have, instead of the animatronic beats in the Honkerburger performing at the Honkerburger, you have this ride. One of the scenes is a beats concert. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like it. That's Where it's perfect. like, maybe it's, Maybe it's Doug thinking about which persona he's going to be to ask Patty to go to the Beats concert or something. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. That's really sweet. He's working up the courage. Yeah. Okay. Cute. Yeah. That feels like Aww. Doug. I always loved their will, will they, won't they? It, it was cute. Days. All right. Uh, so next we have Rugrats. Uh, Rugrats. So the obvious thing here to me is like, it's like Reptile Land, which yeah. I didn't know was a thing until I was do- referencing this because I never saw Rugrats in Paris. So I had no idea that's what that movie was about. Yeah, it's great. Oh. Uh, yeah, I saw that in theaters and I loved it. Yeah. And I'm actually kind of disappointed that they, it doesn't appear that uh, to be uh, that uh, Dill or uh, Kimmy, uh, Dill is uh, to- uh, Tommy's little brother, Kimmy is... Uh, the girl as uh, uh, Chucky's stepsister Chucky's mm-hmm. uh, that comes that comes about in Rugrats in Paris. Um, they're not going to be in the reboot, as far as I can tell. Well, it's a reboot. Ch- Ch- Chucky's dad is uh, is a is a bachelor again. Okay, but I his don't know. wife I feel is like... freshly dead. Freshly dead. I... Oh my god! That episode <laughs> for diversity's sake, tra- there should be candy, that episode traumatized fine. me as a kid. <laughs> Like, oh God, my mom is going to die of cancer. And I'm just like, you know, it's just going to be tragic and sad. Uh, what, Brian, you don't like to listen to the hit song, I Want a Mom? <laughs> <laughs> that song is so tragic. Oh, is that from the movie? It's from the movie, I, yes. Oh, it's been too long since I watched that, but oh goodness. Is this the plot of Rugrats in Paris? The mom dies? Yeah. Well, no. no, no. no. Chuck, <laughs> the... Chucky's mom is always dead the whole oh, time. Okay. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. So there's a Mother's yeah. Day episode where Chucky is like dicking around in an old closet and he stumbles upon some things of hers <laughs> uh-huh. and Chucky's dad's like, no, no, you can't look at these. He, and he's he's not ready. And he's like, and Chucky has like these vague memories of her, of her but can't like put it together and it's like this like really tragic thing like where chucky's dad is like how do i explain this to my three-year-old son that his mom died yeah and like chucky like just sad because he doesn't have a mom (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) rugrats i I, i'm gonna say this right now rugrats did some amazing things like Mm -hmm. really told some really great emotional like really great emotional and like mature stories for its medium 
uh, yeah. really great stuff. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, so yeah, Reptar Land is uh, I, I, is the obvious choice. Is there is there there's like a I I have this vivid memory, but I can't quite much like Chucky the way that he sees his mother. <laughs> I can't quite make out this memory that I have. Of of something in Rugrats where it's reptar themed, it's some kind of food, and it has like a green slot. Reptar bars. Reptar bars. Reptar bars. Yes. yes. We gotta have reptar bars, right? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, Absolutely. Oh no, reptar cereal is round at me. It's mean. It turns your tongue green. <laughs> or it turns milk green. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, but uh, the, the reptar bars for sure. Uh, they've actually the they've actually made those commercially available a few times, mm-hmm. and they're. They're disgusting and delightful. Oh, that's good. I'm glad that they're disgusting, because if they weren't, I'd be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was thinking a, uh, a, a I, not that anyone wants milk at a theme park, but a milk bar where you drink out of a baby bottle would be real cute. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs it to be milk? It can just there be alcohol go. Yeah. in a baby uh-huh. bottle. <laughs> be like every terrible baby shower of all time yeah <laughs> i i would have hate, hate, i hate. would i would hardcore avoid that entire area <laughs> so a thing i was thinking of for rugrats specifically was um so like Stu, the dad is an inventor he's a toy inventor specifically so i was thinking of something similar to building your own lightsaber and like the droids at star wars but with that's toys great. like Stu pickles toy Lab. oh that's fun oh, that is fun because um, I was because I was the whole time I was like brainstorming. I was like, "What are some original ideas? Not not just like roller coaster." I was like, "Hmm, cool." So like, toy lab. Yeah. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. No, I think yeah. we can sell two hundred dollar toys just like go. Disney does. Yeah. <laughs> Great. We we also I I I like the idea of a Rugrats boat ride. I don't know why, but like it's it's a small world style, like animatronic filled boat ride, but it's like a Rugrats adventure. For some reason, that just really speaks to me. And I don't know. I don't know what it is about Rugrats <laughs> that makes me feel like boat ride, but it just I, I don't know. I don't, it, is it that scene in the movie when they're in the Reptar, reptar car and they're floating down the river and they sing it, their weird version of 99 bottles of milk on the wall? It might be. It might be that, actually. <laughs> now that you say it. That movie is a movie I've watched too many times because I w- had it on VHS. So it was just a, yep, that one. <laughs> reptar boats. Everybody sits in reptar boats and it's a boat ride, a Rugrats boat ride of like, I don't know. The the baby's getting into an adventure, breaking out and doing something crazy. I don't know. Like yeah. they did every episode. Yeah, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. All right. Uh Ren and Stimpy, this is where it starts to get gross. Um <laughs> What do we got for Ren and Stimpy? This is where I was going to put the small world ride. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. I was thinking a we have another earworm of happy, happy, joy, joy, <laughs> and that is, it's a small world. It's gruesome. Oh, my God. That is irritating. From Ren and uh-huh. God, that is. With, that's where I was going to put the small world ride. Oh. I don't know what you guys. Oh, my God. That is a nightmare. Yeah, um, I could see kind of a, like an artistic uh, rendering of like uh, just a giant like Stimpy's nose that you have to like, the boat goes into, you know, they do this close ups with just like hair and like pus and stuff like that. But just kind of, yes. yeah, yeah. Just scenes of you going into their body through different like their eye or their nose or their ear. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Ren and Stimpy for you. Yeah. I, I, yeah. We definitely need to sell logs. Uh-huh. 
by Blamo. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, also, uh, don't don't whiz on the electric fence. That also has to be a thing that exists. Um, and How about sneaky whizzleteats. Sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, meet and greets with uh, Powder Toast Man. Oh, there you I go. Think is a must. <laughs> oh, Powder Toast Man. Yeah. I'm just getting flooded nostalgia right now. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe that horse that thinks they're circus midgets too. Um, yeah. Um, oh God, that horse. I quote that horse. That's like a secret quote for me a lot. The, just like nope, when he don't like he, it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's the one when he, when he's like eating the, the kitty litter and he's like, no, sir, I don't like it. Uh, it's, so, it's so good. Uh, oh. yeah. All right. Uh, uh so next is Mo- Rocco's modern life. Yeah. Um, I definitely want the comic shop mm-hmm. uh, with a little animatronic of the, the turtle guy being like, turn the page, wash your hands. Because it could be like a really simple animatronic. He doesn't have to do a lot. He can just uh-huh. be there, never look up from the comic that he's reading and just muttering <laughs> to himself, page. turn the page, wash your wash hands. Your hands. <laughs> turn the page. Which is great for COVID. Oh, there perfect. you go. Yeah. Getting the message yeah. out. <laughs> Philbert is, uh, you know, teaching us about proper hygiene. I have a question. Is he a turtle or is he an armadillo? I've always thought he was a turtle. Yeah. It... Yeah. I was rewatching it, though, and I was like, hmm. He kind of looks like an armadillo. And they're theoretically in Australia. Well, I guess that would make him a tortoise then, maybe. Um, oh, whatever. Philbert, Philbert, we'll Philbert Shellbach. A- a- neurotic turtle Philbert is what the Wikipedia okay. refers to him as. Yeah. Confirmed. Turtle. Turtle. I, I think some sort of ride where you're uh Spunky is in some sort of peril and Rocco is trying to save him, I think is is a is a good way to go for this. I like the idea of again, like a projection thing. I think uh I think a um trackless dark ride type thing. Cause I like the idea I don't know what it is about Rocco's modern life I think it's just that it's so exaggerated that I think it fits that projection mapping vibe a lot Um, because you could do like really I don't know really like crazy stuff and like have like drops and stuff like that that um, are like exaggerated with the animation and the projections Mm -hmm. um, to make it feel like you're dropping farther than you actually are that kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah okay Uh, so Lots of of projections. What's that? Just yeah, just some kind of Rocco's Modern Life uh, dark ride. Okay, yeah, I think I Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, Spunky is in peril, and Rocco, of course, is just going to get like his ass handed to him as he's trying to save Spunky. Mm -hmm. But it's got to end and really sweet though. I think. Yeah, it always does. All right, uh, all right, all real monsters, uh, proto, uh. Monsters Inc. This is our. I was thinking about that today. That it's almost the exact same plot as Monsters University. Exactly, it's Monsters that. University. I hadn't even cur- uh, that did not occur to me until I saw it on this list. I was like, oh, hey, look at that. So I think that we this should be this ride should be an open haunted house. So it's like okay. an open house. It's an open haunted house. Okay, and oh, that's it's, cute. And and so you're 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 going to the open house, and they are. This, it's like it's like they're like showing off for everybody. So they're like doing their their like like scare tactics and stuff that they've learned in school um, on 
you know, you, the, uh, the, the, the helpless visitor. Um, mm-hmm. and then at the end they get a letter grade from their, uh, from their guy. What, what is that guy's name? The guy with the, oh. wear pantyhose? I was just is watching it. Yeah. That guy was creepy. Yes. He has heels. heels. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, what's uh, his let's see. Ickis. Crumb, the grumble. The grumble. The grumble. <laughs> um, the snorch. No, the snorch is the guy, right? The disciplinary of monster Academy. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah him. The Snorch, um, right? Or the gr- oh no, or maybe it is the Grumble. No, the Grumble is the instructor. The Snorch um, is the guy who like is threatening to beat their asses every time oh, that they act okay. up. Why <laughs> uh, do you watched uh, watched a lot before uh, before this? Because I didn't. Oh, <laughs> I I made sure that I watched about four episodes of every Nicktoon that I couldn't that I know that I've seen, but I couldn't remember details oh. so i i spent the last week studying <laughs> yeah and i'm just realizing tim curry played zimbo who is zimbo I he resembles know. a bee with one mammal like leg and a humanoid face just with one. green hair <laughs> oh i remember he was like the he was like one of the antagonists like he was always trying to like i think he was like he like would like rat out on them rat them out mm-hmm. like if they were doing something mm. wrong Wow, I didn't realize that was Tim Curry. Okay, yeah, I think Open Haunted House is great. Yeah. That, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, I definitely need an animatronic of uh, Crumb um, juggling his eyeballs. Yes. Also, <laughs> also, possibly controversial, possibly not, I think we all have to finally find out what Crumb smells like. Oh. Yeah. No, you're right. We do. I mean, look, if Journey into Imagination can have a, a skunk fart on you, you know, yep. why not have yep. some? What, so what? Let, let's figure this out. What does Scrum smell like? I think wet dog <laughs> Um, mixed with sewage. Oh, mixed. Oh, sewage. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was just. And some skunk. I was just thinking like a, like a, like a subtle rough rotten egg smell. Just oh, a sutter okay. sulfur. Okay. So like that that stink so bug cool. fart that you get in uh, yeah. uh, bugs the the it's tough to be a bug yeah okay. yeah okay I okay. was yeah. thinking like a summer day in World War One trench warfare but you know <laughs> 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 that's very specific yeah wet well. wet hot garbage on a sunny day there you go um, uh huh so the streets of New York okay got it <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right uh, next up after all real monsters we have Hey Arnold which is a dear favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. How about uh, how about y'all? Any, uh, any Harold fans? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think this one could be a land theoretically, um, mm-hmm. much like Reptile. Yeah, land. I agree. I, I think you could do a land of this just because, like, his street is very iconic looking. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I I can see myself like walking through it. You know, buying something at a hot dog stand or something mm-hmm. like that. Seeing Stoop Kid. Yeah. And Pigeon Man. There's so much there's so much lore I love Pigeon to their, Man. their neighborhood. I just watched that episode today. Uh-huh. <laughs> um yeah, I think that I even want to see like inside the boarding house. Like mm-hmm. I want to be able to explore it and and see what like the little window of what everybody's doing. Oh yeah, that would be fun. I would like to look in on look in on like Oscar like always trying to like swindle people <laughs> oh so then so then is this our live stage show is this not a land and it's our live stage show in like the style of like um avenue q but it's oh ooh. that's so cute i love that yeah yes 
Uh, sorry, I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. Okay, uh, what's our plot here? What's what's the story? Hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a <laughs> it's complete I'm blind not a spot Arnold for me. Writer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think, okay. Brian? Uh, I'm th- yeah. Okay, I'm thinking that there is. Uh, I don't know. So there's something that's going on at school. Maybe like uh, there's some sort of a, a ta- how about a talent show? There's a talent show at school. Oh. Uh, everyone is uh, uh, putting their stuff together. It's It's got to be. So then, so if it's at school and everyone's practicing on the street, then at some point we have to learn that something happens at the school or like they canceled the talent show and then the town bands together and it was like, we're going to throw it on the street. Because that's you can't great. leave the Classic street. You can't hey go Arnold to school. Story. Yeah. That's perfect. I love okay. it. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, there we go. Hey, Arnold. Uh, live stunt show spectacular. <laughs> and if, you want, <laughs> if you want to hear me um, on the verge of tears talking about Hey, Arnold, you should listen to our uh, Christmas specials episode because- I just did today, actually. Isn't, yeah. The, uh, the, the Hey, Arnold Christmas special, it holds up. I watch it every year. Oh. Yeah. It's very good. All right, Kablam is an interesting one because it is uh it's a mixture of a bunch of different cartoons. Uh y'all remember Kablam at all? I have no idea what Kablam is. What is Kablam? Uh so it's got these uh so it was essentially a sort of a testing ground for new cartoons. Okay. They had uh these uh they had like a framing device with uh, these two characters named Henry and June. They're this like boy and this girl, like kind of like a uh uh you know, kind of a pretty average dude and then like this it's like tomboyish girl like friend um and then they had like action league now which was a stop motion uh like action figure uh cartoon that was uh what do you call it before um the adult swim show uh robot chicken Mm -hmm. like proto robot chicken they were superheroes but they were all like mismatched action figures okay like whatever a kid had to like like these like four action figures that just were from different universes put together for a superhero team. Gotcha. So I, mean, it, I think there's something fun to do with that. Oh yeah. This seems like kind of a great, like midway idea type thing. Like I hate the oh, idea of like yeah. a game you would have to pay for in a theme park, but maybe some kind of concept like that with little small samples of everything. Uh, okay. Uh, um, and the other one that I, that sticks out to me is Prometheus and Bob. Those are my two that? biggest memories of this show are, Prometheus and Bob and uh, Action League now for sure. So Prometheus and Bob was uh, another stop motion, like claymation. It was about uh, a caveman and an alien who landed on Earth. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it was like Prometheus was always trying to show Bob some like new some technology, and he ended up getting like <coughs> like beaten to death or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Yeah, I think I think uh I think Kyle's instinct. I mean, I I don't I don't think a lot of people remember Kablam. I don't think it uh-huh. stuck with people as much as a lot of the other ones. So I think Kyle's instinct of like a midway type style area for Kablam, I think makes a lot of sense cuz it's like, yeah, let's just take some um off the shelf ideas and throw some Kablam characters on it. And that's right. that's good. Yeah. Cuz I mean, that's basically what they did with the Kablam, right? It's like Right. Maybe like <laughs> a buffet. Kablam- as mm-hmm. I said, it was like sort of a testing ground for new shows because Action League Now did get a full series mm. run mm. Uh, uh, later on. Um, so it, did, it actually did pretty well. Um, all right. Angry Beavers. Angry Beavers is a good one. Um, so I think we 
It's it's a log ride. I yeah. Mean, yeah. What yeah, are we even talking about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What, are, what log- are we even doing here? Yeah. What, hey, How is hey, it different, though? How is a log flume with angry beavers different from Splash Mountain? Um, um, how we, about this? Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, I was thinking uh, it's a log ride, but then you come across their dam and you're stuck and then uh, somehow you get dislodged and then like there's like a just like a, it's almost like a launch. If I if I'm if it was a roller coaster, it would be a launch. But you just get uh, maybe like there's like you get pushed by a large amount of water, and like maybe there like maybe there is a uh, a conveyor belt beneath you, like they normally have on these log flumes, like mm-hmm. and that that just kind of speeds you into the drop. I think it's a I think it's mm-hmm. a fake log ride. I love this idea. I think it's a fake log ride. I think you're attached to a rail the whole time. Okay. And and then at that point, when the water rises and then they clear it, you do actually launch. It's actually like a coaster. So it's like a weird journey to Atlantis from SeaWorld. Oh, of yeah. Like, oh yeah. Of like roller coaster log yeah. flume situation. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's super cool. It sounds angry, too. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, cat dog. Cat dog. Has to be a roller coaster. What else could it be? Okay, so it's a roller coaster. It goes both ways, like forward one way and then back the other way. They're like facing away from each other, like the. Oh <laughs> yeah, have you have y'all seen these coasters that uh, these like launch coasters? They're multi-launch, and like what it does is it launches you one direction, it stalls out, launches you backward the other direction, stalls out again, and then mm-hmm. it goes back and forth a few times, and then it completes the circuit after that. Hmm. Oh, I. I've never seen that kind of coaster. Yeah. I know that Six Flags New England has a similar kind of idea. Uh-huh. Yeah, so like it kind of goes back and forth a few times until it gets enough, like until like it gets enough oomph to get over the hill that it keeps stalling out on, and then it goes and completes the rest of the circuit. Yeah, and I think that would be fun because it is, you know, cat dog is you know, pulling in opposite directions all the time. Right. And one other thing I do want to maybe suggest, and this has been. Uh, I think I suggested this for uh, uh, was it my Splatoon coaster or my Splatoon retheme of the Incredible Hulk? Mm-hmm. Uh, there are roller coaster. There's a roller coaster somewhere in Europe. I don't remember quite where. Uh, where you can vote whether you go forwards or backwards on it. Oh yeah. And so Whoa. the the car leaves the station. Everyone has a button on their on their on their seat on their lap bar, and you press the uh, you press the button in the direction you want to go. And then the track turns based on the the vote. Oh, so I love that. That would be a really. Uh, I think that would be really good for Cat Dog. That's really cool. I feel like it's got to be uh, since it is a Nickelodeon park, probably like along the lines of uh, like a Slinky Dog Dash, though, and like in, as far as intensity, maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then if it's like Slinky Dog Dash, we can actually have Cat Dog on either side. Nice. That'd be cute. That's great. I secretly think the man who designed Slinky Dog Dash was thinking of Cat Dog the whole time. Oh, yeah, Cat but... Dog Dash. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Imagineer just really, he, he doesn't want to work on Disney. He just really wants to work on Nickelodeon. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna, uh, let's see. Wild Thornberries is next. Mm-hmm. And for me, for Wild Thornberries, I think... I'm thinking of like a turtle talk with Crush, but you're talking with other animals. Just like you're, you're just, oh, so you get a chance to talk to a bunch of different animals. Maybe Eliza's like here to be like she grants you your powers to talk to animals. Oh, 
I was thinking maybe we could combine this because I was thinking of like a safari ride, like the like That's an Animal too. Kingdom, but uh-huh. like maybe do it in a way of like the um the Nemo submarine where it's like a combo of like a real submarine ride, but then there's also like animated characters that you're talking to. Oh, uh, okay. That's yeah. cute. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's really great. I think uh yeah. More rides, please. So Yeah. You know, screw turtle talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Here we go. This yeah. big one. SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. Uh, this one's another land for yeah. sure. Yes, it's a full one. land. Yeah. I uh, got to have Krusty Krab in there. Um and I want like a a real Krabby Patty with like a uh, like a sandwich with a like a sandwich with a uh uh was it uh, the, a crab crab cake mm-hmm. this is the word crab i'm looking cake. for yes. yes uh so i want that even though we're probably eating mr crabs at that point <laughs> <laughs> uh now there is a, a prominent theme park in uh in spongebob it's glove world glove world um so glove world is pretty cool and glove world does have a uh has has a walt disney um a walt disney uh what's the word i'm looking for analog like, uh, Analog. There we go. Yes, there is a Walt Disney-like character in Glove World, um, so that's that's a possibility. I know the one of the roller coasters is called the uh, the Rock Bottom Dive. I think it's like at either Mall of America or uh, the American Dream. Uh, so I think that could uh, take the uh, the Rock Bottom is this like mysterious place they go to on their way back from Glove World. So maybe. Mm-hmm. You're on a roller coaster that goes awry at Glove World, and you end up in Rock Bottom. How about that? Okay, yeah. And does every cast member in Rock Bottom have to talk like oh, this? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Scott and Kyle, are like, I have no idea what yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, just, I, mean, I don't know pictures. what would be more anno- annoying: pic- hearing that or have somebody say "Bright Suns" to me all the time. You know, uh, <laughs> I I'm looking at pictures of Glove World and Glove Universe. I definitely prefer Glove Universe to Glove World, which is Glove World just kind of looks like the the uh, amusement park from Bob's Burgers a little bit with uh-huh. gloves. Um, so Glove Universe, I I would prefer, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, yeah. Um, and one other thing. What about boating school? Boating school. Oh, okay. So maybe like a a Boatopia. <laughs> Botopia, mm. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> so drive a uh, drive a boat around. But how about that? Uh, but how about this? At some point, you lose like you're you're losing control, and you. So how about how about this? How about it's like uh, test track. You're you're driving, you're driving, and then uh, and then you lose control and you crash into something, and then Mrs. Puff, yes. Then you then there's an animatronic Mrs. Puff that goes <laughs> like really big. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh yeah, that's that's fun. Uh anything else in SpongeBob? I'm I'm just mostly uh focused on uh the 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 Crab Shack um and Krabby Patties. Uh-huh. That's that's yeah, mm-hmm. the main thing that I'm interested in. Oh, uh, you got to be able to order Spon- one with jelly too cuz there's <laughs> the the jellyfish jelly episode. Yes. Of course. SpongeBob, one of my old claim to fame's was that between seasons 1 through 3, my roommate threw titles of spongebob at me and i was able to tell her what the plot was based on the title so spongebob was my was my prime time because i was uh 
not to make you guys feel old. 96 was the year I was born. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, SpongeBob was definitely the formative years of me being a person. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So so this Uh, next one might throw a wrench in our, uh, in our Kablam, uh, uh, theories. Okay. Our, our Kablam Uh, plans. Rocket, uh, rocket power. Yeah. Cause that's a boardwalk. That whole, you're that whole right. show takes place on a boardwalk. Yeah, but we don't want to focus yes. on the boardwalk if when we have action sports, though. Yeah. Listen, I have this grand idea, and this was the only thing I came up with, like in the beginning. Oh. So, Rocket Power as a roller coaster in a ride system that doesn't exist, nor will it exist because of safety. But imagine that you are standing up, mm-hmm. roped in to a surfboard. Oh. So this ride is a roller coaster that you're physically standing on as you go surfing or pick your medium. They go surfing, they go skiing, they do action sports. Every single one, pick one. And this was just like, I had this idea, same thing for like a Moana coaster. But like, I was like, I just want to stand up on a surfboard on a board and go on a roller coaster. I think this would be so fun, but I don't think it would ever work. <laughs> no, I, it, yeah. there are some systems that they actually have a seat that you kind of just like you're, you're standing up during the whole thing. Yeah. Have you guys ridden Ugh. one of these before? They're so uncomfortable. They're very uncomfortable, but I mean, they're, they're terrifying. And this sounds like the very exciting ride, you know, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like I, that system. I, I've always wanted a stand-up coaster that was improved upon those because, yeah, those are so uncomfortable to be mm-hmm. on, uh, those mm-hmm. stand-up coasters. Like, you have, like, the bicycle seat between your legs and, you know. Yeah. It's because you have to be. Get into why those are uncomfortable. But... It's, it's, it's uncomfortable because you have to be the perfect height. Like, right. it, they're mm-hmm. only made for mm-hmm. one per one, exactly one person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You have to be a very specific height or it just, it's, yeah, it's so awful. Terrible. Yeah, so I think I think that could be a lot of fun. Um what's cool too about that is that because the standing part is the is the scary part, the ride itself could be a really simple roller coaster right. because because you know what is not going to be is going to be like super chill if you're sitting, if you're standing, you get, suddenly everything is like heightened to 11 in terms of like like ah this is like freaking me out, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you're upright and going at a great speed, maybe, but maybe not banking or turning or anything like that. Uh, yeah, or going too or, high. That would still be really just, thrilling. Yeah, or they're just sort of subtle banks, mm. subtle banks, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. subtle like uh, up, up. I don't know what the up and down the little arcs are called, but yeah. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking: you have like the general shape of a wave next to you, mm-hmm. and then you project onto that with the water moving. Mm-hmm. And you're moving relative. You could be moving relatively slow. Like think about like the Mario Kart ride that you know they use the projections mm-hmm. to make it feel like you're going a lot faster than you are. Yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, like you're going like so you might be like you know t- like doing little like tur- turns and banking a little bit as you go on this wave very slowly through this wave, and just the projections are making it look like you're moving fast. What about yeah? Oh, and ahead, I- I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Kyle. Can we break out that system from the uh, uh, was the ruins of Atlantis? I, f- I forget this right. Poseidon's Fury, the wave tunnel, mm-hmm. and you're going through oh. the wave tunnel. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. that's cool. You get okay, some real water cool. in there. Okay, I like that. Oh, man, that's fun. I like that. I think this ride goes in with our Koblam section of the park. Like they're in one the same the same okay. area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. And we can, we need to get some fish tacos as well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Obviously. 
Um, All right. I'm going to skip over as told by Ginger because I think, you know, it's I don't think there's much going for it. I love I I love that show and I will talk about it for days, but it's not. I've literally never heard of it before this list, before seeing this list. It's not in my brain. (laughs) One thing I love. Okay, so uh, one thing about as told by Ginger, I already talked about it's sort of mean girlsy. But uh, one thing I loved about it is that the characters changed clothing. Like they weren't wearing the same thing every episode, like every other cartoon. Like they, like they, had to do like some major research on like teenage fashion, and like they. Ooh. So it was. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was a good show. I liked the theme song, but that's really the only thing I remember from it. <laughs> All right, Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, I love Fairly Odd Parents. Um, so, <laughs> any thoughts? This feels like the simulator ride to me. Okay. Um, in theory, I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking of uh, of Jimmy Neutron's Nicktoon Blast because um, <laughs> I think they are featured in that at one point. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, no, I think you're right though with that instinct. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. There's a lot of places that you go in the in the Fairly Odd Parents series, so I think the simulator ride is effective because, like, I really want to go to Fairy World, but that's a lot of work to design. How about <laughs> how about this? Uh, it you are you are a tr- fairy in training, and Ooh. you are being trained by Cosmo and Wanda, and then the big like Arnold Schwarzenegger fairy, um. Jorgen von Strangle. Oh, yes. Thank you for <laughs> remembering that name that I didn't remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so you're in Fairy World, uh, and somehow his teacher, uh, Timmy's teacher, has appeared and fa- has gotten to Fairy World to you know do his uh, you know, conspiracy theory. Mr. Crocker, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so you have to evade him and then get him out of there. I like and it. And then there's a Chip Skylark concert at the end uh do you do you any of y'all know uh scott or kyle do you know who chip skylark is can't say uh, he uh he is played <laughs> by i think justin timberlake right uh he's something like that he's supposed to be a Justin. he's a pop timberlake. star played Absolutely. by justin timberlake and he has a song about his his, his shiny his teeth. shiny teeth yes it's it's all about his shiny teeth and he is great <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could talk for days about Fairly Odd Parents. My uh, my other thought was there's this one-off joke when Timmy wishes to be his, like, they switch places with his fairies, and he tries to find Fairy World, and in the process of him trying to find Fairy World, um, he finds Scary World and Hairy World, <laughs> and in Hairy World, he discovers another cow who's looking for Dairy World. So my one-off joke was that... Dairy World is a milkshake ice cream shop in this park. I like that. Because you never actually see Dairy World, so we could make it look like whatever we want it to be. (laughs) I'm for it. I like that. I want to have the Cherry World shake in Dairy World, though. Cherry World is also a a place. (laughs) But again, we never see it. It's just referenced (laughs) once. All right. So please don't contact the corrections department. Uh, Chip Skylark was played by Chris Kirkpatrick. So, uh, <laughs> not not Justin. They could not get Justin Timberlake to, on. Uh, they wow. fairly they were the same character. <laughs> yeah. I the thing that I'm that is blowing me away looking at these because we're just seeing this list with like how many seasons it's had, how many episodes, like when it premiered, when it what the finale was. 
I am blown away that fair, the Fairly Odd Parents ran from 01 to 17. That's wow. crazy. How many episodes? 10 total seasons. 172 episodes. Oh, my God. Nuts. Ridiculous. And and I will be the first to admit, same thing with SpongeBob, of like, they, they did a couple things in Fairly Odd Parents that like, at some point, Cosmo had a baby, and like, that was a thing, and then... After that was when I started teetering off. That was around 2006, 2008 ish area. And they ran which for is when almost another 10 years after that. Yeah, insane. <laughs> crazy. I mean, SpongeBob's still going too. So, like, it's crazy. Yeah. By the way, ridiculous. By the way, SpongeBob the, the Broadway musical is great. I'm going to say that right now. I had tickets it's to it. Time. I had tickets to it. And then, uh, no. Yeah. And it was, they, they were for like a week after. The weekend after lockdown. So, like, oh, I no. just missed it. And it was the first night. It was night one. I was so oh, excited. Man. That's yeah. such a shame because that show is so much fun. Thanks for rubbing like, it in, mm-hmm. Brian. That's really yeah. great. Thank you. Saw it on Broadway. And it was <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, one more thing I, I want to say. I also saw it, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I haven't seen it either, Scott. <laughs> it's... um. It's a fun show. It's super fun, uh, super cute. Set design, sound design, fabulous. Everything else. The music is, is okay. there. Most of the like half the music is not great. And one thing Correct. they did is say each song is written by someone new, someone different. That is the thing you have to keep in mind. Yeah. Which is, with that being said, the fact that every song is written by someone else is kind of incredible. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think the the they might be giant song is. Uh, not very good. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. I was expecting more out of them. It's I mean it's fine. It's it's Squidward's big num- number. Uh but it's it's not as good as you would want out of a they might be giants Broadway song. Mm. Um one more thing I want to say about uh uh fairly odd parents. There is a theme park that uh, at least one theme park that is uh, present in there and it is called Escalator Land. <laughs> <laughs> and right. it is i forgot about escalator <laughs> and uh what's great about this is it's a, it's a cutaway gag where they're on an escalator and timmy just says uh when do we get to the ride and then his parents go this is the ride, this is the ride. Yippee! and i i would like to do that but i really think the starway at universal studios has that covered you know <laughs> universal yeah. might come for us if we try to do escalator land yeah yeah fair enough oh man we're starting to get to the to where we're going to start fading out i think uh we got okay but we do here have uh jimmy neutron boy genius Whoa! You skipped. Is... You skipped Invader Zim. Hey, did I? Oh, I did. Oh no! <laughs> oh, wow! Goodness. I skipped a bunch there. What did I do? I don't okay, know. Yeah. I don't know. What Sorry, you're Invader doing. Zim. I apologize, everyone. Apologies to the goth kids. Um, Invader Zim. <laughs> okay, so so this was the first thing that I thought of when I was thinking about this right, thinking about this land, and um, I think. I, I don't know why this this I, I just think this is really funny. So in Invader Zim, I don't know how familiar you are all with Invader Zim, but there is a fast food chain called McMeaties. Um and the joke is that it's absolutely vile. It is it is disgusting. Like most things made by humans in Invader Zim, it's just the most revolting thing that you've ever seen because I think the whole show is like kind of from Zim's perspective and he just is disgusted by humans and so he goes to this fast food Mm -hmm. place and everyone is sweaty and gross and the food is disgusting Um, and I want to make McMeaties however the joke is 
It looks disgusting, but everything is plant-based and extremely healthy. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's the joke. Um, I'm sold. So I really want McMeaties, and then I also think that Invader Zim brings us the sort of like chase ride, um, which is like, uh, you know, like your Hanna-Barbera, you know, chase ride. I guess Jimmy Neutron is also a chase ride or your uh, Back to the Future kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be something like that with, you know, Gurr and Zim are like training you to work for them. And and you get an animatronic Gur because oh my god can you imagine an animatronic Gur? And then I want yeah. it. And then uh, uh, and and of course he would like pop out of something maybe maybe a turkey maybe um, and just like the reveal of 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 an of an animatronic Gur being like it was me the turkey the entire time <laughs> yeah yeah it was just so good it would be amazing um, anyway it's uh, uh, yeah so it's it's like. They're training you to work for them, to work for the Empire. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, I think that the biff in this scenario is, of course, Dib figuring out what Zim mm -hmm. is up to, that he's building an army and he has to stop him and is also recruiting you to help him stop him. And so it's like you're working for Zim and also Dib uh, at the same time. And and you go into the chase scenario, and then I think you know obviously Zim's plans unravel because of something stupid Gur does, because that's how it always happens. And then at the end, uh, maybe it's something like they have to like talk to the Talls, and the Talls are like, "What are you doing? We didn't ask you to do this, you idiot! You're stupid!" And then just like hang up on him, you know, like they do. <laughs> anyway, Invader Zim, right? It could be a lot of fun. Love it. Yeah, I love it. I need to go. This makes me want to go back and watch Invader Sim. Yeah, it's really Once good. Once again, apologies for skipping it. I can't believe you. <laughs> Permission to skip over Chalk Zone in Action League now. So No, oh. you can't skip over yeah, Chalk Zone. I have a plan. Yeah, no, okay. Chalk Zone, Chalk okay. Zone. I, I, don't, I haven't watched a lot of Chalk Zone, but it's, it's a cool enough concept that we cannot skip it. Okay, go, go ahead. Scott, do you have a plan? Because you can go no, first. No, I do not. I want you to. Okay. I just didn't want to skip it. Chalk Zone? Chalk Zone? Is your interactive kid element like the wands in Harry Potter? Tell okay. people about Chalk Zone because I feel like some of our audience so, might not know what Chalk Zone is. Okay, Chalk Zone hit a sweet spot for mm. me for some reason. When I was younger, I loved the idea of Chalk Zone. So the idea is Rudy is the main character and he's getting bullied and he draws a cartoon. This is the pilot. He draws a cartoon of uh, uh, the school bully. And the school bully, like, tells on him and is like, he drew a bad picture of me. And before the teacher can get back, he erases this picture. And in the meantime, he, they get in trouble. They have to, like, write lines on the board. And the bully takes the chalk that Rudy was using. He finds another chalk. It's magic chalk. And everything you've ever erased on a chalkboard goes to chalk zone. Everything you've ever drawn, everything you've ever erased goes there. So when you he opens up this magic chalk, it opens a portal to Chalk Zone. And now Rudy goes on adventures with his friend Blue, who is not Blue. What's his name? He's kind of he plays the same role as like Blue in Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. So I get him confused. But um, he has this little his little pal that they go on adventures in Chalk Zone and get themselves out of sticky situations by physically drawing and erasing things throughout okay. Chalk Zone. So my thought 
was Chalk Zone becomes your similar to the Wizarding Worlds with the wands and the Super Nintendo with the little bracelets is at certain parts in everywhere really because you could even use it in like the Hey Arnold land that we talked about of like their sidewalk chalk then and you have to take your magic chalk and draw either draw or physically like move it similar to the wand to draw the tool that you need to help to to get on with where you're going and it's just like it triggers some little thing that happens in your in your view and so you could it could just be like a small little thing of like chalk zone is everywhere and we never really see it, but we see these little animated chalk figures here and there as you are drawing these chalk figures. That is brilliant. I love that I idea. love that. Yeah. So, I, I apologize for trying to skip over that. <laughs> How dare you? So I think that's a great idea. An idea that I just thought of, too, was a is a ride that I think similar. I mean, maybe it's even like linked up to the same system that Becca is talking about, because I think you would need to be linked to what you're doing. Um, in order for this ride to work. But the idea is that the ride itself is blank. It's a blank ride. But yes. but it, while you're in line, you there are little like areas where they ask you a question and they're like, draw this and you draw it. And then in another line, you draw it and you draw something else and whatever. And then when you ride the ride, all the things that you drew are in the ride with you. Because it's oh. all like projection and, and stuff like that. So it's literally like every time you ride this ride, it's different because you're going to like your um, your chalk zone. Wow, I love this so That's much. That's really cool. <laughs> and, um, and, and imagine if it could be linked to everything you had done throughout the park mm-hmm. too. Is it just like that drawing that you drew three weeks ago when you visited the park is also a part of your chalk zone. Wow. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. I love so that. So every time you go, like, that ride's around for, like, 10, 15 years, and then, like, you go 15 years later, and you ride your chalk zone. You're like, hey, guys, come check out my chalk zone. And it's just, <laughs> like, things that you've been drawing for the past 15 years. This is so amazing. Are still saved and, and in this ride with you. Um, and you could that ride other sense. people's chalk zones, so there's repeat value, mm. because, like... You're a friend, you and your friends could ride it three times, four times, however many people there are, and you could all ride each other's chalk zones. That's yeah, cool. it's the Mario incredible. maker of rides. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One more, th- one thing I do want to uh, talk about. There is a Beauty and the Beast attraction. I'm not sure if it's at Disneyland or Disney World. I couldn't. I'm not sure which one it is because uh, I've never been on it. I've only seen a video. It's a. Uh, there is a. Uh, in the pre-show or the you know, like, in one of the rooms you're it's in, Disney World, there's like a, a portrait that mm-hmm. expands and gets bigger, and then you then you you actually get to walk through it. It like turns into a door, and you walk through it. Uh, maybe something like that with a portal to the the chalk zone. I thought would be really That'd be cool. cool. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, God, I wish I knew what what. Uh, does anyone know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, Chanted Adventures of Bell. Yeah, it's the uh, okay. Yeah, it's the painting that grows. It's it's an amazing effect to see it's, live. It's such a cool effect, yeah. and I had to watch like three videos to figure out how it worked. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's just this this painting that that is like starts off like really small on the wall, and then it grows and it turns into a door that you physically walk through. Wow! It's it it, it blows my mind, and. I think that would be great for the chalk zone. So, like, have someone draw a circle, and that becomes your door. Yeah, that becomes your That's portal. So cool! Wow, and Brian, you wanted to skip chalk uh, zone. I'm such a jerk. <laughs> Sorry. The coolest don't. ride we've had yet is chalk <laughs> zone. Don't, don't don't come in here with your assumptions, Brian. 
about okay, things. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, we have The Adventures of Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, which... It's a rocket ride, right? It is. Yeah. My my first pitch for this, though, is like, we gotta upgrade the, the, the animation. Like, it's... It's so dated. I don't like, think you do. I think you oh. keep it that animation and just have it like oh, stilted and like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. It's really. It does not hold up. Um, <laughs> does not hold up. Uh, yeah, it's weird because of all of these, Jimmy Neutron is, I think, the only one that has like a legit ride already. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. I think everyone else is like kind of out of the box, like themed little like you know boardwalk attractions, essentially. Uh, but I think I think Jimmy Neutron's the only one that has like a legitimate ride with Jimmy Jimmy Neutron's Nicktoon Blast. Uh, SpongeBob had a had a simulator ride that was in oh, a lot of parks for a while. That's yeah, right. there's one in I've New Orleans before. Yeah, yeah, that that one always freaked me out when the when the pirate at the beginning is like who and then leans in and it's like ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's it was really it like freaks you out. Um. But uh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That's true. SpongeBob did have one, um, but uh, I don't. Yeah, it's got to be a rocket ride, right? That's that's. Is it a coaster? Um, it's rocket like an rods. indoor coaster. <laughs> oh god, rocket yeah. not rocket rods. <laughs> rocket rods, but better. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> rocket rods, but you know it actually works with ninety CG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is it like an indoor coaster? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, maybe an indoor coaster of some sort with uh, maybe some project, uh, like projections and maybe some animatronics. I actually, before we get too far into Jimmy Neutron, I actually have want to raise the idea that Jimmy Neutron breaks the rules of this episode because Jimmy Neutron was a movie before it was a Nicktoon. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hmm. So technically, I think the movie was a pilot for the show, though. Because right. that's because it was because the character models were so expensive to produce because it was the first CGI animated series they had to wipe the budget of the expensive CGI creations which I mean you know it shows the show is obviously it stands up today um, the animation is amazing but um, uh, yeah that was I think that was the plan it was like a it was like a uh, they were like trying to wipe the slate clean as far as um. Uh, how expensive it is so that the animated series would just be like using the leftovers from the movie. Uh, but all right, I'll allow yeah. it. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, since you so passionately argued that, that means we also have to do back at the barnyard. No, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not actually saying that we don't need to do that. Bad, <laughs> not good. Okay, uh. so we've got a, a rocket roller coaster. Not mm-hmm. a rock and roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, Correct. Any thoughts on what the plot for this would be? Maybe the aliens from the, the movie come back? Those are the most iconic of the the characters, in my opinion. Yeah, they're like the Those big, like, eggs. weird egg men. Yeah, they're creepy. Yeah. I think, they could, I think that could be a lot of fun. I think uh, they... How about uh, you've, you've made... Uh, they've taken you back to their home planet, and you have to make it back to Earth? I think that's good. You know, it's like okay. an escape. Yeah, that's good. Like a good escape ride. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. you know, and it makes sense because, like, uh, you know, you you get off the ride and you're on Earth. So, yeah. There's got to be a llama in here somewhere, though. Oh yeah, llama. Got to be. Uh, because llama petting zoo. Oh my Ooh. goodness, I want to pet a llama now. 
<laughs> that they seem soft. Um. Okay. We have. So we've already touched on Rugrats. So I, I think all grown up would be a little. Uh, would be. Uh. Too much. Yeah. Uh, My life as a teenage robot. I don't know anything about this one. It, it like it hit me, but I don't see. There's nothing that stands out other than the fact that like there were really cool robots in that show. <laughs> they designed a lot of cool stuff. So if you don't know what My Life as a Teenage Robot is, it's the title is kind of self-explanatory. It's this this mom who made this like artificial intelligence. Her name is XJ129, nicknamed Jenny, and she is the ninth version of this artificial intelligence in the first one that actually formally worked. All of the ones that were before her were like of the age, but she happened to be nine. And she kind of lives her life trying to acclimate to be a human. And at the same time, she's saving the world from aliens and other evil people. Um, And like I said, there's nothing that stands out to me from this series other than the almost it was absolutely a a play on the japanese cartoon of of robots and and those kinds of things but nothing super stands out yeah nothing nothing stands out with me i watched a few episodes of this it was funny because i've watched enough of it that uh xj9 was actually referenced in another show i watched fairly recently i can't remember even what it was that they did and i was like xj9 that's a robot in another show what is that and like and then i found out it was my life as a teenage robot i'm like why is that still in there um okay danny phantom danny phantom any thoughts on i love danny phantom it's yeah this is i think this is the last one i watched as like at the time that it was airing, I watched a fair amount of it, and then everything else I've I had fallen off of. Um, so Danny Phantom, if you don't know, it's uh this kid Danny uh, Danny. His parents are paranormal investigators. They're like ghost but they're like Ghostbusters. They are painfully incompetent, except they're uh except they actually did make a ghost portal that works. They just don't know it. And Danny has like gotten like fused with. Uh, ghost DNA, and he's so he's like part kid, part ghost. It's a lot of fun, and it's a cool concept. Yeah, he has to like, and his job is he's he's just going in and uh, with his friends and uh, banishing ghosts to the ghost realm, or whatever it's called, ghost zone or something like that. I think it's the ghost zone. Yeah, I think so. Not to be confused with the chalk zone. No, no, mm-hmm. very Two different. Um, so I'm thinking this could be uh, this could be the uh, the Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters. Uh, mm, and so you're uh, you are blasting ghosts and sending them back to the ghost zone. Uh, and it could be like an Omnimover style ride like that. I think it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, the only thing I know about yeah. this is for, it's from the creator of Fairly Odd Parents. That's all I got. Uh huh. Yep. Um, and that's where I drop off too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the next thing that's up there would be the last Airbender. Yes. So, yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's that's going to be a big old to be continued for yeah. uh, for that. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I can't wait to make uh, Last Airbender Park. Same. And yeah. So we're gonna have to uh, leave you on a cliffhanger. Uh, what other? So what other thoughts do we have? Any any like things before we wrap this up? 
did we want to kind of group things together of like we we mentioned earlier that some things could be standalone lands but like are there things that have the same vibe that can go together like i mentioned uh um, rocket power and the kablam mm-hmm, uh-huh. kind of work pretty well together but is there anything else that i that goes together? Uh, for some reason my mind is picturing more of a uh universal studios kind of vibe where there isn't really like it, there's just kind of areas and then they merge into the next mm-hmm. area i mean like harry potter notwithstanding but like in general like um like they have that new um secret life of pets area at universal hollywood and it's just like this little area around the ride and then you like you know walk five steps in either direction and you're not there anymore um Uh and that's kind of the vibe that i was picturing for this with exceptions like your spongebob and your things like that right um but i was that's how i was envisioning it um Mm -hmm. i I think it's perfectly fine if these things aren't giant immersive lands and they aren't like yeah. Like, I think it's okay because that's what watching cartoons is like. It's like every it's one fades into the other. Like you're like okay, cool. I got a cereal commercial and I'm into the next thing. So maybe <laughs> put a billboard for you know sugar cereal in between each land and then we're good. Well, we have to have a cereal bar. Oh yeah, like mm-hmm. a place where we you can get some cereal and enjoy your day well that would be at the the dairy thing that you talked about the milkshake i guess it could be at dairy Dairy world World. yeah yeah Yeah. dairy world would have would have that i i yeah i i mean i think that's what it is i you know and and it's uh i just yeah i want to go here i want to go to here yeah sounds like a great part too (laughs) <laughs> this sounds yeah. like so much fun yeah and you know just i just want to go into chalk so bad after scott described that right <laughs> that's great all right well uh anything else any last 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 comments all right then uh so thank you guys so much for uh checking out theme park this uh becca where can people find you Sure, you can find me uh, anywhere for Q2Q. So we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, but at the Q2Q podcast over on pretty much anywhere you can listen to to podcasts. And that's Q2Q spelled like the line, so Q-U-E-U-E. Sorry to make it complicated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say we talk about uh, the news every week and then we deep dive into a topic. And Brian and Scott have both been on. We just got to get Kyle on. But if you if you want to deep dive into some fun, fun park stuff, check us out. Yeah, if you want to hear me half drunk talking about uh, talking about Hyperspace Mountain, it's a great show. I have had a lot of fun being on that show. I was I was on to talk about Mission Breakout so you can hear me gush with love about my favorite ride in the Disneyland Resort, um, and my my favorite animatronic in the world, uh, Rocket <laughs> Raccoon. So uh, check that out. His poor hands. They don't scan. <laughs> they don't scan. They don't scan. Well, uh, thank you so much uh, for listening. Uh, make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram, at Theme Park This. Uh, you can also uh, back us on patreon uh back dueling genre for you get a yeah, bonus theme park this episode every month along with a ton of other content you know from all of the dueling genre shows like i i, I tell people this all the time i think dueling genre patreon is uh the best bang for your buck uh there's a lot going on over there um check out uh scott you want to talk about franchiseography i don't think we've, we've got oh yeah that. that's true i have a new podcast and you guys should listen to it uh if you're if you're listening to this and you and you like hearing me talk about things 
uh, then you should check out Franchiseography. It's a podcast that I do with my co-host, Nick Jimenez. Uh, you all know Nick Jimenez. He's going to be a future guest on this show. And, of course, uh, he's, a, he's he's been my co-host on uh, a billion other podcasts. But, uh, yeah, we talk about film franchises, and we do mini-series on film franchises, and then we break down each individual movie uh, with a guest and uh, really get into the background on the franchises, the development of the particular films, um, who was involved, who's to blame, who's to praise, that sort of thing. And then we uh, we go sort of uh, step by step through the movie itself to sort of figure out um, what's good, what's not good, and, and, and why uh, certain decisions were made. Uh, we have, uh, by the time you've heard this, we've already gone through the entire Men in Black franchise. That was a lot of fun. And now we are preparing to move on to the Scream franchise, yes. uh, which is going to be our second franchise, followed by uh, the entirety of the Fox X-Men franchise, including all of the spinoffs um, in, uh, over, over the summer. That's our big maxi series. It's 12 movies long. Uh, that's going to be a big one. But, You're a uh, stronger than m- man than I am, Scott. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, but I think, I think even the failures are interesting failures. And I, I, I think that's the thing that's, the most uh been the most fun about listening to this podcast um or, or doing this podcast is like we did men in black 2 and i have a lot of problems with men in black 2 and uh it was really interesting finding out where those problems came from so um yeah check it out it's called franchiseography you can get it wherever you got this podcast cool kyle it's been a while you have anything to anything to throw out there not really. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, well, then uh, check out Q to Q. Then uh, thank you, Becca, so much for joining us. I appreciate you. Uh, Thanks for having me. It was a blast. I've been dreaming of this moment since I first listened to uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Well, uh, hope everyone joins us for more theme park. This more season two. Y'all have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.